Welcome to another episode of The Rhythm of Rebellion. I'm your host, Taina Sili, and today we have the privilege of diving into the boundless world of music and activism with the ever-brilliant visionary, Toshi Regan. Toshi's extraordinary journey through the world of music has not only left an indelible mark on the sonic landscape, but has also become a force for unity and change. She's a singer, composer, and musician, and master of genres that span from folk to funk, blues to rock, and beyond. She's also a curator, producer, and mentor. Toshi's unique ability to move seamlessly between musical genres and create melodies that carry the essence of human experiences has earned her a distinguished place among musicians and activists. Her expansive career has led her to iconic venues like Carnegie Hall, the Paris Opera House, and Madison Square Garden. But you'll just as easily find her gracing the stages of music festivals, intimate venues, and local clubs. Hi, Toshi. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Diana. How are you? I am so blessed. It has been such a dream to have you on the show. Um, how did you find your unique voice? I mean, I think I always had it. I don't remember a time where I was like, and now you have your voice. I just had it. Um, a lot of times parents ask me, you know, how do I get my kid? How do I get my kid? But you have kids. So, you know, they come out mm-hmm. being who they are. And I'm like, don't mess them up. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> you know, like, yes. don't mess them up. Like, they, you know, they yes. need guidance and they need, you know, they need to know yeah. where they are. But I think um, really particularly my mom was just astonished by me. Like, she just, she tells me stories about different things I did when I was really little. Like, she told me that she would use a wrap to wrap mm. me around when I was a baby. And then I would lean back as far as I could and look at the, Aww. look at what's up. And she's like, yeah, you really hurt my side, but I felt like you really needed to look at the sky. Mm. I just never knew why, you know, I still am like, you know, I have a kite yes. in my car yes. and I still like, <laughs> you know, there'll be pictures I post that, that are just yes. the color of the sky. I just happen to look at, I'm still like that. Um, I can't remember too many times when my mom told me to shut up. Yeah. Like in a way that that would be devastating to me. I I just like literally can't remember. I'm sure she did, right? Because I'm sure she did. She didn't play, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember it, which means whatever way she was communicating for me to be quiet was a way that she was saying, you need to be quiet in this moment versus your voice Mm -hmm. does not need to Mm -hmm. be heard. I think I would use the words like grow or get, you know, start to get Mm. good at something. You know, I remember when I started to get good at recording or I started to get good at, you know, being able to record all of the tracks of a song with all the Mm. instruments I know how to play. Um, I get good at being a band leader, getting better at those things, learning the craft of different things, um, learning the craft of booking, learning the craft of presenting and producing, um, those are the things I, I reach for and really intentionally feel like I, I was yes. like, okay, I want to get good and at this. Are. And good at this. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a chance to witness it. Thank you. What advice might you have as a mentor, as an educator for other emerging artists who are seeking to use mm-hmm. their art to address these issues? 
if you have an idea that you want to put forward to do it, not to think like any any way that you do it is is like a wrong way. Like if it's small and intimate, it's it's good. If it happens to take like a bunch of jumps and next thing you know, you're doing your work in these different ways, you know, your line of integrity around your heart and around your, you know, life path. When people come into the world as young little babies and then they grow, they see things different from the generations ahead of them. And, you know, as you live, I think you're always grounded in kind of your first snapshots, you know, like with the, the first things that you, I'm, you know, I'm always grounded by the idea of like these. Now, what I now understand is young people kind of making the transition from their being on the front line streets of a civil rights movement and figuring out like how to take care of their families and all these women who went to school like my mom did. I'm so grounded by the, the culture of those communities. I saw so many beginnings of things, you know, just being a queer person. I'm really grounded in like, you know, lesbian separatism in some ways, which is not the same as talking about some of the ways that people identify, you know, lesbians who have not been supportive of our relatives in the trans and non-binary um, communities. It's not mm-hmm. the same. But I really was like yeah. seeing it was outrageous. It was just outrageous. So, you know, they were like, we're going to do a show and no men can come. And it was outrageous to a community mm. of people who didn't make space for women at all. At women mm. or children at all. Mm. Differently able people at all. Like, mm. so <laughs> they started getting like mm. these tiny places of being told no. It was really interesting. So I think when you have those snapshots that like really kind of give you identifying things, then it really like opens up over the course of your life why it's important to like have generations that are meeting the moment in the time of of their youth to tell you what they're seeing and give voice to them because they they see something different from you. And it's really helpful, really, really helpful. So I just am aware I'm supposed to be available. I try to have iterations of 10 years, people younger than me that I'm available for. Like some of them are like, will you mentor me? Will you do this for me? And then some of them, I just tell me what to do, you know, for them. It's so important, important. important. And I'll say one more thing, you know, I think one of the things that's the most heartbreaking around, you know, in particular, the war on Gaza and the war on the Palestinian people is the inability for people to see themselves in these situations. And I think that's what war war does is it makes you not be able to see yourself so that you can just constantly be like somebody else's deserving of the atrocities. It's an unnatural state of being. And I think it will only lead to more destruction of everybody. And I really hope that we can stop saying okay to things that we would never want to happen to us. We, with all of our strength and creativity, 
and transformational powers um, transform our governments into thinking that it is ever okay for them to spend the currencies that we have all created together on the demise of a, of a people and on the demise of the planet. Right. You know, one of the things I think about in terms of the, the magic that is music is addressing that specific piece around not being able to feel you know, our emotions oftentimes get churned off. And there's like, in my opinion, there's a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. um, some are survival mechanisms. Art for me is my way of allowing myself to open and an offering for others to open. You know, we can't take those actions unless we feel, we feel the urgency. That's right. So do you feel That's like right. music helps to do that for you? Oh, Yeah. I mean, music is helps me do everything. Shake. <laughs> <laughs> I I ain't done nothing but been a musician my entire yes. life. I'm really grateful. I just I'm so grateful. I can't even tell you. It really helps me. I I have very few answers to the state of the world right now. The bad parts, mm -hmm. like I just I'm a little stunned. Mm -hmm. You know, to be honest, the cycle we're in without some really abrupt determination to, to stop it, activity is like a cycle that will last into the 30s. That's right. I think we're like moseying along and, you know, with it, you know, but I, at some point we have to do like the most daring things. Mm -hmm. I think that that is, I'm, I'm just astonished. So whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna be singing at the same time. Listen to the full episode of this podcast at therhythmofrebellion.com. Thanks for listening.